Hi guys, thanks for joining us. It's Debtor's Advocate, Nick and Harmon break down debt. Today we're going to be talking about credit reports. So you know the score that um, sometimes we get tied up with that matters when we are talking about going to major lending institutions for certain loans and other financing requirements. So we're going to be trying to cover that today to try to provide you with some of the tips, tricks, and trying to teach you how to read the credit report because it's very crucial these days to understand how it works as it can impact and make a difference between how much you end up paying back in your payments because of the interest rates you would be able to obtain. So let's get started. Okay, so there's a, a big difference between your credit report and your credit score. Your credit report is essentially like a report card. That's what I like to call it. It's um, something that Equifax or TransUnion, and I'll talk about who those guys are, but Equifax and TransUnion put together and they kind of give you a score on how good you are at paying back your credit. The score is something that's owned by Equifax and TransUnion and it's a number. It's a representation of what everything on your credit report says in numerical value. So what Equifax and TransUnion is, is they come up with this fancy algorithm that comes up with a number between usually 300 and 900 to say whether you're very good at dealing with your credit, good, fair, or poor. And we all kind of fall into there. It's a bell curve as well, meaning that you can't have the lowest number ever and you can't have the highest number ever. Most people will fall, like average is about 720. <clears throat> so when I talk to people about their credit reports and their credit scores, keep in mind that number on the score can change depending on which agency you're pulling the number from. So if you're pulling it from Equifax, your number might be one thing. If you're pulling it from TransUnion, your number might be another. And then each of the banks also have their own numbers. So I tell people, don't put a lot of stock in your credit score. In the grand scheme of things, what's most important is to make sure that the information on your credit report or your report card is accurate. So there's different sections of your credit report. The first one is personal information. They're going to list all of your personal information, your name, your AKAs, your social insurance number would be on there, but they would block out the first six digits. Your most recent address, contact information is all listed on your credit report. That data will come from you, but it'll also come from any of the banks that you're attempting to get credit from. Every single time that you fill out a credit application, you're updating that information on your credit report. The next section is inquiries. So there's two different types of inquiries on a credit report. There's hard inquiries and soft inquiries. Inquiries are every single time that you've asked a creditor for credit. Soft ones aren't ones where you've requested credit. Maybe it's your bank who's checked to see if you qualify for an overdraft, or maybe you yourself are getting a copy of your credit report. That's considered a soft inquiry. Those do not count negatively against your credit score. So that's one of the myths that I run into a lot. People think the more you check your credit, the more it hurts your credit. That's not true. You can check your credit as many times as you want, and sometimes I'll check it once a month just for fun. Um, so you can check your credit as many times as you want, but if you keep asking for credit, so if you go to 
Walmart and try to get a credit card there, and then Capital One and try to get a credit card there, that will negatively affect your credit because those are hard inquiries. Hard inquiries are when you're requesting credit. So you might be trying to qualify for a mortgage or a car loan or obtaining credit or lines of credit. Every single time you ask a creditor to lend you money or consider you for lending money, then you're hurting your credit score. Those are those inquiries. The next section of your credit report is the trade lines. So trade lines are where every single creditor is going to have what they kind of like a grade that they give you on your credit report. Yeah, and keep in mind, right, so nowadays um, credit reports can also be important, as we mentioned, not only for your lenders, but, you know, your landlord may ask to look at your credit report. Your employer may ask you to provide them with a copy of the report. Um, You may even be asked to look at the credit report if they're considering you for uh, different positions or promotions within your employment. So that's why it can get really important to make sure that you're keeping an eye on, as Nick mentioned, you wanna make sure that that report reflects accurately because it can have a huge impact on some of the uh, outstanding factors, not just simply Uh, lending institutions. Right, so those trade lines are gonna be huge. Every single time that you take out credit, if you have a credit card in in your wallet, if you've got a mortgage or a car loan, everybody's got a trade line on there and each creditor is gonna give you a grade. So the grade isn't A, B, C, D like we would get in school, um, but they have very similar meanings to them. Um, You're gonna notice the grade that each creditor gives you has a letter and a number. So the letters are I, R, O, or M. Most people see R typically, but it just kind of tells you what type of credit that is. I means it's an installment loan, like a car loan, where you're paying the loan month to month or bi-weekly, and you can't re-borrow on that loan. You're just paying it off. R means a revolving type of credit. So those are very similar to credit cards or lines of credit. What happens is you would make a payment to that credit card, and then you're able to use that credit that you've made, uh, that payment that you've made on there is usable credit. So that's a revolving type of credit. O means an open source of credit. I typically see these for um, cell phone contracts. And then M is mortgage. So if you have a mortgage, it would be um, an M letter. And then the number next to it will tell you how good you are at paying that or what status you're in. So one means that you're paying your bills on time as agreed. Um, Two means that you've been 30 days late with your payment. Three is 60 days late and so on and so forth. There is no six. People wonder, but there is no six. And seven means that you're paying it back through a consolidation order or a uh, orderly payment of debts program. Eight means that uh, that particular item was repossessed. And nine means bad debt, filed for bankruptcy, proposal, something along those lines. They can't contact you. So let's say, for example, you have an R2. R2 means that it's a credit card or line of credit and you're at least 60 days late with your payment. What you wanna see are all ones. People will say, is a seven better uh, better than a nine? Is a four better than a seven? Honestly, in the grand scheme of things, anything less than a one is bad in the eyes of the creditors. That's really what they're looking for. Perfect, and you also should know there are ways to get free credit reports. So you can um, request a free credit report, get a copy of it, you just won't be able to get your credit score, that three digit number, 
that we talked about, um, but you can certainly obtain a free copy of your credit report from one of the credit bureaus, Equifax or TransUnion. Uh, you can access it online by visiting their websites, or you can also order it via phone. So you can also call them and get a copy and it would be mailed to your address. So it would be helpful that way you know you're able to review the report for free to make sure that there's no mistakes on there, errors on there that you think shouldn't be on there. And also um, nowadays there are also certain other online free uh, reports that have started to come about. So you can certainly, I, I would say you can use them, but take them at the big picture, right? Try not to read too much into those, um, as you want to make sure that the information you get comes directly from the source. So it is always better if you want to try to go through one of the credit bureaus, whether Equifax or TransUnion, to obtain that report. And the very last part of your credit report that you're going to want to see, or that's going to be on there that you'll notice, is something called public records. So under the public records and collections activity, this will show any uh, collections agency that might be hired to collect for any of the trade lines, or possibly a public record if you filed for a bankruptcy, a consumer proposal, or if a creditor has issued a judgment against you through court, all of those things are gonna be listed there under your public record. So the public record is a really important place for us to start figuring out what's happening with your credit report, and that part can have a pretty negative effect on your credit score. So when people say, how much is the credit score, what's most important? I kind of say with a rule of thumb, and this is from Equifax's uh, website, the inquiry section of your credit report only constitutes about 7 to 11% of your credit score. So it doesn't have as much bearing as the rest, which is 35% of your credit score, is made up with the trade lines. So what they're looking at is they're looking at how are you utilizing your credit, how often are you using it, how long have you had those sources of credit, and then another big piece of the pie is how much of your credit are you using. So if you have maybe, let's say, $10,000 of credit available to you with all of your credit cards, and you max it out every month, even if you pay it off at the end of the month, you've still utilized 100% of your credit. That will negatively affect your credit score. So it's really important to not use or charge more than about 35% of your available credit, or you might start to see that it's going to affect your credit score negatively. Yes, so and in process to rebuilding your credit, looking for some of those common errors could include you want to make sure that your personal information is up to date as if you've moved addresses or you've changed your personal information, you want to make sure that's updated because uh, they also generally you will also include your employer information so your lenders can see the most up-to-date information. It could also include uh, certain debts that may have been written off or should have been but may still be reflecting on there so you want to keep an eye and make sure that you're catching those and it may also show accounts that you may never even had so if you recognize that there's um, for example a credit card listed on your credit bureau card report that you don't remember applying or never having then that is certainly uh, a note of concern where did you want to look into in case possibly you were part of an, uh, a victim to identity theft and somebody else may have applied for a credit card under your name. So it is certainly important to review for some of those common things when you are reviewing that credit report. 
So in our next session, what we're going to do is, because we're going to break this credit report up into two sessions, in our next podcast, we're going to talk a little bit more about how long things stay on your credit. So depending on what options you do, or if you have negative stuff on your credit report, how long is it going to stay there, and what you need to do to get it removed. And then we're going to talk a little bit more about how to rebuild your credit, or if you have no credit, how to start building it properly so that you're taking care of your credit over the long term, making it easier free to get loans, credit cards, and have a healthy credit score. Perfect. Thanks again for joining us. Uh, We will see you in our next session. As Nick mentioned, we'll be trying to cover some of the uh, covering points for you on how to rebuild your credit and uh, possibly starting a new credit. And we'll see you then. Thanks for joining. It's Debtor's Advocate, Nick and Harmon Breakdown Debt.